Okay, Talmidim, the Malacha of Gozes is the Malacha of sharing. You're not allowed to share on Shabbos. Yes, Sammy. Rabbi, I can't keep that Malacha. And why not? Because all that's going to happen is I'm going to get in trouble and then I'm going to make my parents mad. And Rebbe once taught us that uh, kol ha kosos kois yeah, kol ha kois is ki'ilu ki'ilu uh, oh, zara. right, right. Anyone gets angry, it's like you do have zara. And if my father gets angry at me because I'm not sharing, then I'm making him do Avodah Zarah. And Rebbe also taught us that there's another Avira called, called, there's an Avira in the Torah called Lifne, 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 uh, um, over, uh, Lifne, uh, Ozen. No, Iver, Iver. Oh, right. Lifne Iver, in front of a blind person, Lo, Lo, Site, Makshul. Michshel. Oh, Michshel, right. Lich Michshel. You're not allowed to put a stumbling block from a blind person, and that means you're not allowed to lead a person to do an Avera. So if I go home for Shabbos, and I keep the mitzvah, the malacha of not sharing, and I make my father angry, then I'm making my father do Avay the Zara, then I get the Avera of making my father do Avay the Zara, and which is worse? Or more important, keeping Shabbos, or not doing Avay the Zara? Okay, Sammy. Uh, let me think about that. Let me think about that. But let's, for now, figure out a way. I'll figure out a way to resolve it. Uh, I'll figure out a way. Uh, oh, I know. I'll talk to your father before Shabbos. Okay. And um, uh, let me let me think about it. I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, but let's move on. Now, including this malacha, is a person may not pull hair. Yes, Sammy. So, you mean girls can't fight on Shabbos? Well, what do you mean? Well, I, I I don't have a problem, but I know from some of my friends that that sisters tend to when they fight they, they don't usually like you, you like you know punch people or slap people. I mean they sometimes slap, but they they usually pull somebody else's hair or pinch them. So if girls fight on Shabbos, it, it's an avera of 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 gozes, uh, I guess. And it's also an avera of fighting. Yeah, but for some reason people don't seem to be mocked too much about that because people fight all the time. Uh, not really. Uh, well, Chaim and I fight. That's Lashon Hara, remember? Oh, right. Uh, okay, whatever. But, uh, oh, fine. So girls can't fight. Okay, so I better I better make a sign for that. So hang it up in shul or something, because I don't think girls know that. Another thing you can't do on Shabbos is you're not allowed to pull feathers off a chicken on Shabbos, even if the chicken is dead. Yes, Avramo? Anyway, if the chicken's alive, isn't it Tarbal Echayim pull off feathers? That's true. That's true. Excellent. But even if the animal's dead, you can't pull off feathers because of the malacha of gozes. Yes, Yikusil? Um, why would a person pull feathers off the chicken? Is he hungry? What do you mean? I mean, if he's hungry, he can just eat the chicken. He doesn't need to eat the feathers. I didn't say he's pulling off feathers to eat them. Oh, I thought that... No, no. I don't know why he's pulling off feathers. Another example of Malach of Gozes is you're not allowed to cut your toe. Yes, Sammy? Rabbi, isn't it also to cut your toes ever? Let me finish my sentence. Uh, you're not allowed to cut your toenails on Shabbos. And you're not allowed to cut your fingernails on Shabbos. Yes. 
Eli, is that you? Yeah, Eliezer. Rabbi, what happens if you have a fingernail that's really like almost off and it really hurts? And you know, like sometimes it's like, and, and it's really bothering you. So then you're allowed to take it off on Shabbos. That's not in the lacha of gozis because it's not really part of your body anymore. It's not really growing anymore. Oh, good. Baruch Hashem. Because I just did that last week. Okay. And uh, and you, you beat me to it. Your toenails and fingernails are included. You're not allowed to cut them off. That means with a nail clippers or nail scissors. Yes. Nothing. Rabbi, how about how about biting them? I I sometimes when my toenails are too long, I bite them. Avram, why are you smiling? Rabbi, he bites his toenails. Like ew, gross. Your toes go in your shoes. Your shoes go over your socks, and your socks smell. <laughs> well, nothing. Maybe Avram's socks smell, but my socks don't smell. Yes, Sammy. Yeah, my nose smells. My socks don't smell. <laughs> Okay, so that was that was a bad joke. Okay, but anyway, so yes, you're not allowed to bite your nails on Shabbos. As a matter of fact, ah, I don't want to say the name of the boy, but there's one boy in the class. Actually, there's two boys in the class who I saw have a habit of biting their nails when they get nervous. They're not allowed to bite their nails on Shabbos. And if a person bites their nails during the week, it's easy to come to make a mistake and bite their nails on Shabbos. So they're not allowed to get nervous on Shabbos because they'll end up biting their nails. Okay. Yes, Sammy. You know, Rebbe, yes, Sammy. I once heard a story about this great rabbi who was very careful not to touch his beard on Shabbos. And one Shabbos, he was in the middle of learning, probably, and he probably had a cup of coffee and a piece of cake, because that's what you're supposed to do when you're learning on Shabbos, to have any Shabbos while you're learning, because coffee is any Shabbos, cake is any Shabbos, and learning terror is any Shabbos. That's why I try not to learn too much during the week. What, Sammy? I'm just kidding. Um, so he was in the middle of learning, and he was he was thinking, and you know how, how I mean, it happens to me all the time when I'm in the middle of deep thinking, I stroke my beard. You don't have a beard, Sammy. I, I know, I was joking. No jokes. Just, just tell me. Just tell me the story. And and he put his hand on his beard, or in his beard, maybe I'm not sure, on or in. He put his hand on his beard or in his beard, and and then he realized that he had his hand in his beard. And then he went to show with his hand in his beard, and everyone asked him, "Why is your hand in your beard?" And he said, "Because it's Shabbos." And so then everyone in the shul put their hands in their beards, and everyone was walking around with their hands in their beards. And they came home for Shalshudas, and their wives all said, "Why are your hands in your beards?" And they said, "Because it's Shabbos." And their wives tried to put their hands in their beards, but they couldn't because. Sammy, I said no more jokes. I'm not joking. Women don't have beards. Oh, maybe they did in the story. Maybe in the city they lived in, the women had a minute to have beards. Sammy. Um, what's the point of the story? Oh, my point was that the rabbi left his hand in his beard because he didn't want to take it out because if he took it out, then he was afraid he'd pull out some hair. Rabbi? Yes, Sammy. Do you do you put your hand in your beard on Shabbos? Uh, sometimes. Uh-huh. Maybe Rabbi should shave off his beard so that he doesn't by mistake pull out some hair on Shabbos. All right, we'll talk about it. Yes, Avram. I think that Sammy should shave off all the hair on his head so he doesn't by mistake pull out the hair on his head on Shabbos. Uh, all right, he has pay his issues. But anyway, okay. So, so what's the, what's the point, Sammy? 
Well, so I was going to actually ask something about biting your nails. What happens if on Shabbos, the boy who bites his nails, let's say like, like Nassim who bites his toenails, what happens if on Shabbos, Nassim's biting his toenails and he's realizing as his teeth are clamping down on his toenails that he's biting his toenail, does he have to go to shul with his foot in his mouth? Oh, that's really a good question. That's really a good question. I think we'll have to take that to the Rav. We'll ask the Rav that Shiloh. Yes, Nassim? But Rebbe, how can I get to show if my foot's in my mouth? I can't walk if my foot's in my mouth. Why don't you just, why don't you, Nussin, why, why don't you just, just hop or something? Alright, Sammy, you know what? Let, it's Nussin's problem, so Nussin will have to figure it out. Okay, anything? Oh, I just had a hop. I just hopped, Sammy, how we can solve the problem. What's that? You don't have to share on Shabbos. I don't? Nope, you don't have to share. Really? That's right. Before Shabbos, give away all your toys. Everything you own. Give it away to other people. Give it to Chaim, give it to Eli, give it to your friends. And you won't have anything. You won't own anything. So you won't be able to share. I can't do that, Rebbe. Why not? Because of Lifnei, Lifnei, what's it called again? Lifnei Iver? Yeah, because it's putting a stumbling block in front of everybody else. Because then everybody else is going to have to share with me, and they're going to get the Avera of sharing on Shabbos. So, Rebbe, what should I do? How could I, how could I live my life keeping Lamed Tesmolachos? Maybe I should just keep Lamed Chesmolachos. Sammy, I guess we'll have to ask that to the Rav also. Can we go now to the Rav? Right now? Yeah, but it's the middle of class. I know, but Rebbe, remember Rebbe promised us a, a field trip to get Slurpees? Oh, you know what? I forgot all about that. Right. So Rebbe, I, 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 I apologize if I'm reminding Rebbe at the wrong time, but I saw Rebbe brought his 15-seater van. Yeah, but we have 20-something kids in the class. Well, once in camp, in our 15-seater van that the counselor had, we put about 35 kids. What? Yeah, it was a little squishy, and some kids were kind of like sitting on the floor, and some kids were sitting under the bench, and some kids were sitting in the trunk, and there was two people in the driver's seat, but it fits. And we don't need to do two people in the driver's seat, because we can... I hear, I hear. All right, you know what? You know what? What's that going to help for the Rav, though? Oh, because I was thinking, maybe we can go get Slurpees and then go to the Rav's house, and while the Rav is telling us the answer, and he's probably going to have to spend a lot of time looking it up, because he probably doesn't know the answer. I mean, I'm not sure where... How do you find in halacha the answer to what happens if you're biting your toenails on Shabbos? Like, how do you say toenails in in, in, in Torah language? You say, um, 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 tziporen shell raglayim, uh, or tziporen shell... How do you say toe? I don't even know how you say toe in Hebrew. Uh, I see. And also, the Shiloh of sharing, um, the Rav probably has to spend a lot of time in that also because he probably doesn't play with any toys. So he probably never shares. Oh, you know what? The Rav does share. <gasps> Every Shabbos. Every single Shabbos. They announce the Rav's share. Oy vey! Oy vey! I have to go speak to Mr. Lewin and tell him he can't announce that anymore. The Rav can't give any shares. Because if he's sharing on Shabbos, he's violating Lamites Molochos. Oy vey! Forget the Slurpees. Let's run to the Rav's house and tell him to change his ways. And that's the short story for today.